Welcome to Cat Talk Radio with your host, Molly DeVos. Molly is a cat expert and certified feline training and behavior specialist. With her expertise and her guests, you'll learn how to interpret and control behavior issues with your cat, how to entertain and converse with them, and keep up on the latest feline news around the world. Now, here is Molly DeVos. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Cat Talk Radio. I'm your host, Molly DeVos. Thank you for tuning in to us today. We're going to talk about door dashing. But before we jump into that, say hi to my handsome husband and co-host, Dewey Vaughn. Hello, everybody. Hello to all of those fans out there in the great big cat world. Hello to my beautiful wife and the host of the show, who's very smart and going to give us some good information about door dashing. Mm-hmm. That puts me in a remind of uh, that DoorDash uh, company that brings you food. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, when I read that, I was like, okay, we're going to talk about them delivering something to us. About a, cats. Gonna, uh, I got a new service. They deliver cats oh, to us, honey. Oh, yeah. They drop them at the door and they dash. You're right. <laughs> like they do with yeah, newborn babies, you know, right? Yeah, the dashing. <laughs> a cat at your door. Cat at every door. No, actually, one of our listeners um, sent me an email asking about this. She's a, a cat sitter. And um, has some clients that have door dashing cats and have asked her about it. So she made some good recommendations and asked me if we had any additional ideas. And, you know, it's a really scary thing to have happen. I mean, you know, Pico decided to be a door dasher there for a, a short period. Thank God he got over it. But, you know, if the cat bolts out the front door and you can't catch it, it's scary, man. Yeah. Why do you th- why do they do that? Well, because, you know, outside is where all the excitement is, you know, and, and, you know, it's funny because not all cats feel that way. There are a lot of cats that are more shy and reserved and kind of scared of all the noises and unknown outside. And they're perfectly comfortable staying within their territories. But then there are cats that just want to go out and explore. And they say, I was born free. I should live free. You know, there's all kinds of exciting things out there, like the birds and the squirrels. They've been watching out the window for days. You know, lots of hunting opportunities out there. So I guess the way to fix that is just to get a bird and put it inside your house and they'll stay inside, concentrate on the bird, right? Well, That'll that, fix it. Actually, that might that might fix it. Yeah. Okay, show over, right? Just get a bird. No. Get a bird. <laughs> it could be a good distraction. Of course, you know, I, we actually have a, a podcast on birds and cats uh, cohabitating successfully. Someone had had reached out and asked about that because it is it is hard to keep a captive bird in your home safe from your pet cat, just like you would with uh, mice and fish and things like that. But yes, actually, a, a bird and a fish tank and mice on a wheel and things like that are very good enrichment opportunities for your cat. You know, our friend Sharon showed us um, the uh, video of her cat dashing out and it was on their um, ring video where her dad, Mm -hmm. I guess, went outside or came back in or something, but he did not see the cat bolt out. Yeah, that was scary. She, She said, oh my God, last night Harley was missing. 
She said, I couldn't find him anywhere. And then she smartly thought to look on her, on her ring video. And sure enough, her dad had come in the house and you just see this streak of her. And now Harley's three-legged and he's still streaked out of that house yeah. and just dashed out and her, and her yeah. dad didn't see it. And, you know, they didn't realize he was out until it had been a little while. And thankfully he didn't go very far and they found him in the bushes, but and, and thankfully, she was smart enough to look on the ring door. I'm not sure I'd even think to do that. But yeah, that was, yeah. That was scary. And, you know, some some cats are really obvious about it. And then some are more covert, like Harley. You know, it, dad wasn't looking and he was probably waiting by the side and just slipped right out. But yeah. You know, ever since I saw that video, I'm always kind of looking around my my feet to make sure when I go out the door if maybe our cat tries to do something like that, but he's kind of grown past it a little bit. I mean, he still does, yeah. tries to do it a little bit, but. I don't, you know. I don't know why he is this weird little phase he went through. And I thought, Oh my yeah, God, you're not going to be one of those. And he did, he would sit there and then he would just spring load and just <laughs> dash out, out the, the front door. door and he runs from us, uh, yeah, you know, cause he knows, scary yeah. <laughs> he knows when we catch him, we're going to put him back inside. And I was really scared that that was going to be a, a repeated behavior. But after about four times, he stopped. Thank God. Yeah. Let's hope he didn't pick it back up. Mm -hmm. So could dashing be an attention seeking behavior? Oh, it would absolutely could be, you know, and it, it, especially if you're paying a lot of attention to your cat as you're coming into the home and leaving the home you know, or if you're not paying enough attention to your cat and the only attention he gets is you picking him up once he's dashed out the door, absolutely could be attention seeking behavior. And if you're doing that, you know, you'd be better off ignoring him. So you walk in the house and you totally ignore them and you wait until you get past the door to say hello, look them in the eyes and pet them and that kind of thing far away from the door so that you're not you're not anchoring that door coming and going with them getting attention, you know, you, and if, if you're the kind of person that likes to give your cat a, a treat before you leave the house, I mean, every one of us turns around to our pet and we go, okay, we'll be right back. Even if we're going to be gone a week, we always say, we'll be right back. <laughs> and, um, and we look them in the eye and we talk to them sweetly. And then we walk up the door and a lot of people like to give them treats as they leave or they come in. And if you do that again, move all that activity away from the door. So they don't associate getting all that attention with the door because we got to, do a counter conditioning on what happens at the door. Well, so couldn't you just lure them to another room and make them stay there in some way? Oh, sure. You know how you get, okay, you know, Pico, stay, right? <laughs> Sit, <laughs> but, <pull> over. <laughs> but this is where clicker training comes in. You know, you can, you can teach what we call go to mat or go to place. Um, so you clicker train them, take a, you know, a, a mat, like a, what am I trying to say? Like a placemat, like a dish, you set your dish on it and put it on the floor and clicker train your cat to go to that mat. So every time your cat is going near the mat, you click and give them a treat. And then when they step on the mat, click and give them a treat. And then when they sit on the mat, click and give them a treat and then begin to put it on verbal cue 
by saying, go to Matt. And um, once you have them trained with that, then you can tell them to go to the mat as you're getting ready to leave, toss them a treat, and then you door dash before he finishes eating it. That sounds like a hell of a lot of work, especially if you've gone to the grocery store and you got to go in and out several times. <laughs> go to mat. Go to mat. Treat. Boom, true. Go to mat. Boom, boom, true. Boom. <laughs> I guess you could, you know, treat toss with them like, you know, when like we do with Pico where we toss a tree down the hallway and he runs down and he gets it and comes back. So I guess maybe you could kind of have a treat by the door and just before you're going to go out, you toss it to them and then they go running down and pick it up and then you dash out the door, like you said. <laughs> yeah, that could work. It, it just, it depends on how badly they want out, you know, versus how bad they want the treat because they're going to make a decision there. Treat? or the exciting outdoors. And it depends on what wins out. Now you could put something down that might occupy them a little longer than just one treat, like a food puzzle, you know, get a food puzzle ready to go. And every time you get ready to leave, put that food puzzle down in another room and then you go sneak out. That'll at least keep them distracted a little longer. Just make sure you're filling it with really high value treats Oftentimes people don't take the time to really discover what turns their cat on. You know, they're like, well, they like temptations. He's always liked temptations and you're just not making the effort to try some new things. So do, do a little treat investigation and buy some different treats and keep it interesting. Cause that is one place where cats do like variety. What about catnip? Just get them high. <laughs> They just roll over, they're high. They're not wanting to go out the door. <laughs> you know, that might work if, if you have a cat that responds to catnip. You know, they say that I guess only about 50% of cats actually mm -hmm. respond to it. Um, and you might alternate, you know, do the food puzzle one day and catnip the next and, and alternate those things because, you know, they like to change it up a little bit too. So you could use toys, right? Tossing toys should work too, right? Yeah, absolutely. Anything that shifts that cat's attention to something other than the door works really well. So when the cat really figures out and studies your distraction techniques, which they do, you know, everybody know. knows cats study everything they do that and cause so and effect they're, they're yeah. masters of cause and effect so would that no longer work after they study your distraction technique and then what do you do well you know all these things again you might want to try alternating so that you know you you don't get them tired out on that they don't go okay food puzzles coming down that means she's leaving i better run over to the door so change the rooms that you're, you know, put the food puzzle in this room a couple times and then another room and then use catnip over here and, and things like that. And clicker train, go to mat, you know. So, yes, all, all of those things need to alternate, you know. It just, it just depends, you know, if the cat really, really wants outside to hunt, you know, then the other thing you need to do is pick up on more prey play so that they're getting more of that hunting simulation opportunity inside. So what if you've done all of that 
and the cat is still dashing, do you take him to another person's door and drop him off? <laughs> Ring the doorbell and, Ring run? and dash. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, see what they're after. That's one thing. You know, what happens if the cat dashes out the front door? Do they just go four feet and then stop? What are they looking at? Where are they going? Now, of course, if you live on a really busy street or there's traffic nearby, don't, don't risk that. But sometimes if you just don't chase them and don't freak out and you just see where they're going, if you can keep up, then that might also help you figure out what they're missing inside. And then you got to ask yourself, I mean, is your cat spayed or neutered? Because if not, then what they're after is to procreate outside. So if they're not spayed and neutered, you're probably going to have door dashing issues and get them spayed and neutered. And that will go a long way in fixing it. You know, I can see a lot of people out there listening to this podcast just say, well, why don't I just open the door and let them out? <laughs> well, that's, that's true. And that's kind of what I was saying was see what they're looking for or what they're going out to look at. But, you know, it's so dangerous out there. I mean, it could get hit by a car. There could be a free roaming dog. I mean, just too much that could happen. And certainly if you let your cat out free roaming long term, there's a lot that can happen. They can get diseases, all kinds of stuff. So there's all kinds of better things you can do. You know, first of all, you can you can slow them down a little bit. So if you know you have a door dasher, maybe set up one of those four foot gates, you know, that they have for dogs that, that are hinged and make your front patio kind of a enclosed. So you have to go through the little gate and then you open the front door. And then if the cat dashes out, at least he slowed down a little bit, maybe enough for you to, to grab them or, you know, stacked baby gates or something like that. But, you know, the other thing is um, let them experience the outside in a safe way. If you have room, build a catio so that your cat can spend time outside safely within the confines of the catio. Um, teach them to walk on a harness and a leash. We have some really great harnesses on our website that are handmade in New Mexico. Go check those out and put a leash on that and let your cat go out the front door on the harness. And, you know, Pico knows how to do that. I tell him let's suit up because he knows suit up means he's going to get to go outside. He sees his harness and he gets excited and he goes to the door, but he also knows he's got to have it on before he goes out there, you know, and stroller too. He loves going out in a stroller. So there are safe ways that your cat can experience all that excitement of the outdoors without just free roaming. So what about deterrence? I know we've talked about in the past, you know, it's very hard to punish a cat because it seems like punishment would be less served than the potential dangers of being outside. So what do you yeah, there is a point where as a, as a last resort, punishment would be less severe than dangers outside, like getting hit by a car and things like that. And, and as a last resort, you know, you know, other people recommend squirt bottles, but the problem with squirt bottle is you have to be there every single time, you know, your hands might be full or you know, so there's all kinds of other things that make a lot more sense. 
you can have those sonic sound mats, you know, so that when the cat steps outside, it's going to make a big loud noise. And, you know, I wouldn't put the sonic mat outside. I'd put it inside by the door before he ever goes out. And they say citrus scents work really well too, but I don't know if you could put enough citrus on your door jam to make the cat not go out there. Mm. Kind of like garlic against the vampires. You're rubbing, you know, orange peels up and down. But, you know, you want to, you want to slow them down with something unpleasant and you want to create a negative experience with the door. You just don't want that to be associated with you. So there's this product that's called uh, SCAT, like SSS CAT. And it's an air can that is motion activated. And so if the cat gets, you know, walks within three feet of the air can, it's and hits them with a blast of air. So you can put one of those just inside the front door and that'll deter them, you know, from ever going near it. You know, I remember, maybe it was a foster kitty or maybe it was Tabasco that would get up on a scat mat and just sit yes. on it. <laughs> and the noise did not do anything for him. It was more about, it was kind of high place. We put it up there so it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be yes, dangerous. He well, he couldn't Could break into the foster. Yeah, yeah. Foster so he gets room. up there and he just sits on the mat. And yeah, and it's going. Wow. <laughs> well, so maybe you could do one of those maybe motion activated barking sound machines. Maybe that works. Yeah, that, that would probably work if you could find one of those. If you find one of those, email me and let me know where you got it. Because that would actually be a. A really good idea. The cat gets near the door and it's roof, 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 roof. <laughs> you do that pretty good. We got to do another podcast. Okay, now that. We're not Roof, roofing. We're not doing dog talk radio. <laughs> Just meow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Well, what another great episode you did here, my love. You're always putting together such amazing information. Couldn't do it without it, you, my love. Sharing it with everyone. I'm sure you can because I, I don't have that kind of research tendency or quality that you do and you you really bring it together so i'd like to invite all the listeners to help support the work that molly does she provides these podcasts and other resources for free she works many behavior cases for free to low-income cat parents and you probably can know some down your street or in your block or in your area she does anything she can to keep cats out of the shelters because it's a sad thing that happens once they get there. So if you also care about cats, consider sending us a gratuity donation. It'd be greatly appreciated and well used. It's super easy. Just go to the store at catbehaviorsolutions.com. Scroll down past the products to the bottom. There are great little donation amounts. And all you got to do is click on one and add it to your cart and check out. Don't check out just yet. Go back up whoop, by the whoop, products. Whoop, whoop, go or back. before you ever <laughs> even get to the donation amounts, just pick some cool stuff out Fill for your cats. Card. <laughs> We've got great wand toys that are great for prey play, which will help keep them from wanting to be outside. So grab you one of those cool wand toys. We actually have two. We have one that's got feathers and crinkle paper that cats love. And we've got one that's a very long piece of felt. So grab both of them because um, they're going to need some variety. Got all kinds of fun stuff there. 
Find us on Facebook and like the page. Follow us on Instagram. Check out our blog on the website too. You know, Cat Behavior Solutions is an all-volunteer-based nonprofit company. We don't get salaries. They don't pay us for doing this podcast. Did you know that, honey? We're doing this no, for free. No, no. I thought it was a paycheck coming. No. No, no. No paychecks coming. All that goes to help yes. increase the bond between you and your cat and help people know how to take care of their cat better. Because we're going to keep doing this as long as shelter, shelter euthanasia is the number one cause of death in cats. Thanks for tuning in today, everybody. Until next time, keep calm and purr on. Thank you. Goodbye, everybody. You can be a cat lifesaver by helping to keep us on the air. In the U.S., about 10 cats per hour are euthanized in shelters due to behavior issues. Through this educational radio show, behavior consultations, seminars, and articles, Cat Behavior Solutions intercepts cat behavior problems in the home, reducing the number of cats who are surrendered to shelters. Make a donation at catbehaviorsolutions.com. That's catbehaviorsolutions.com. Looking for products that address specific cat behavior issues? On our website, cattalkradio.com, you'll find things that will create enrichment in the environment for your cat. Toys that will reduce boredom, the world's best and safest nail clippers, and much more. All proceeds support our mission, reducing the number of cats surrendered to shelters. Stop by the site and pick up a few tips and tidbits for your cat today. Visit cattalkradio.com and look for The Behavior Shop. Thanks for tuning in to Cat Talk Radio. Please join your host, Molly DeVos, for another episode of the program on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, go make a connection with your feline friend. 